0: WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Riley here. Miss Clapp is still vacationing today. Uh, we have Brother Rufus Edmonston, the former Attorney General, Secretary of State, former uh, Deputy Chief Counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee,
1: and uh, let's see... Uh, Who in the world are you talking about?
0: Secretary General of Gardening in North Carolina
1: currently. currently. Well, good morning, everybody. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> you need to come out here to this uh, car show. Yeah, that's right downtown these people. Raleigh. Right downtown Raleigh, Convention Center. And it, it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day, and I can't wait to see those cars. Me
0: neither. Phil Campbell is with us, owner of Campbell Road Nursery in Raleigh. Morning, Phil. Thank
2: you. Good for coming morning. Down here. Good morning. We're I'm just convention happy center. to be here.
0: We're on Salisbury Street. I'm familiar with Salisbury Street since I worked. I bet you are. On Salisbury Street, 410 South Salisbury Street for, see, how long was I? That would have been about uh, 17, no, it was 12 years before we moved out to Highwoods. Oh, okay. The WPTF. But uh, there's the old uh, Durham Life Insurance building That's over right. there. That's right, we the protect sta- the family building. station uh, was on the the mezzanine down mm-hmm. there for, um, I don't know, how many years? 40 years maybe, up until 1965. But, uh, and I and we have, uh, and also the Sir Walter Hotel, there used to be towers on top of the... The Sir Walter Hotel, Mm -hmm. WPTF, was in there. That was back in the 20s, 30s, early 30s. So a lot of history downtown. And Rufus is just down the street with
1: his Yeah, on on 132 South Salisbury. (laughs) I used to interview a lot with Bart Rittner on the uh, Salisbury Street side of the the WPTF. Yeah, yeah. He was quite a character. Bart was quite a character, no no doubt about
0: that. We miss him a lot. I learned a lot from him. We are, uh, as we mentioned, at the uh, Wake County uh, Automobile Dealers Association uh, extravaganza, the North Carolina International Expo, Auto Expo. And it's going on through tomorrow, today, 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. Lots of folks stopping by this morning. Dave Faber is the first. Dave, you're an early bird. Mechanics are always up with the chickens, aren't they? Absolutely. (laughs) And you're with Wake Tech, and uh, are you in charge of uh, the mechanics
3: program there? Yes, I'm the uh, dean of transportation. I'm over collision repair, automotive, and heavy equipment. Wow,
0: a dean. Very good. So uh, do you get your hands dirty, too?
3: Uh, Sometimes I'll get my hands dirty, but normally I just uh, manage people and programs.
0: There's a lot... A lot to automobile mechanics. That that uh, it's always been uh, get your hands dirty, lifting, uh, figuring out, tweaking. Now it's computers.
3: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. the iPhone can diagnose a car, and that's we've been a mom have multiple partners that have assisted us with the new equipment and training. We've actually brought General Motors, Toyota, Subaru, Ford. Mercedes and Audi and as partners with us to uh, develop our training programs and bring the latest and newest technology
0: I know that all the manufacturers and um, every community needs uh, a good mechanic and uh, they're just not not enough them out there
3: right and we've been uh, we used to have a wait list we expanded to opening six new sections we got rid of our waitlist. We started apprentice programs, internship, work-based learning. Right now we have about 40% of our students that are working while they're going to school. Call it earn while you learn. We want to get that number up to
0: 80%. Wake Tech is such a great great school, a huge school now, and offers so much. You recently got a a big grant from from Rick Hendricks,
3: we got a big grant from Hendricks, and also the New Car Dealers Association,
2: Advanced Auto Parts, Advanced
3: Auto Parts, Capital, the Capital Group. There's been a lot of industry support for our programs because Wonderful. they need technicians.
0: Yeah. So, you, uh what does it take to be a mechanic? What, what, uh, what kind of interest must you have now to be a gardener? Uh, you got to have an interest you got to have some interest in gardening before you can
1: progress
3: right to be a mechanic you have to have the aptitude the righty tighty lefty loosey <laughs> understand
4: <how laughs>
1: never heard there, it put you, that way are, is right. there math involved a lot there, of math
3: there's some math involved we have you know electricity ohms law and then the computer programming that's starting to, yeah you know and come into play we have the new electric vehicles and the hybrids that have been around for a while but Right now we're sprinkling that training into our programs and we're getting ready to probably next few years, few years start a true electric vehicle only program also.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of electric vehicles, a lot of hybrids around. That's uh, really interesting technology.
3: Right, and it's the safety that's required for them and just, you know, the technology is coming out now, it's amazing. I Talk said,
0: about the safety. What, what do you mean by the safety of it? Are you talking uh, about the all-electric right, cars well,
3: and the hybrid vehicles. Also, that they, they have high voltage. Yes, and it's it's not before when I came up working on vehicles. It's all mechanical. There's no electrical components whatsoever. It had you know, spark plugs and carburetors. You no. don't worry about the gas. Yeah. But. <laughs> That's right. Just pour it in there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now the gas is, you know, it's metered, itemized. The computer regulates how much air goes in there, how much fuel goes in there. Right. And then it's um the high voltage or anything over twenty four volts of electricity becomes high voltage where you need to be careful about it and understand how to safely work around a vehicle. You can't just pull off a component like you used to.
0: Uh, so how, if, if somebody's listening this morning who might be interested in your program, what should they do?
3: Any program at Wake Tech, go to waketech.edu. If you're interested in automotive, heavy equipment, collision repair, you just put that in a Google search. If you're interested in welding, cosmetology, culinary arts, we have pretty much anything for anybody. Just put it in the search box and for automotive, it'll take you to an information session, sign up and we bring students in to explain the different programs that we have and the pathways. So we keep them tracking the right way through the program. We want to make sure we have student success, they graduate at the end, they meet our counselors, they meet our instructors. So the information session is the first step in understanding the programs. We lay everything out, understand what's going to be expected for the students and what they're they're going to learn while they're in the pro- program.
1: Excellent. Dave, I just uh, have a friend who just bought a Tesla. <laughs> yeah. Are you able to teach the people how to repair a, a Telsa? <laughs> yeah.
3: The Tesla. And, uh, <laughs> oh,
1: Tesla. i am going to
3: get it right. That's yeah. too fancy for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, Absolutely. Um, I've actually uh, worked with developing a program for training Tesla technicians. We don't have it at Wake Tech. Right now, there's five other schools that have it. We're working with nc state a little bit with our um advanced manufacturing and we're we are able to teach how to fix high voltage vehicles and the heavy equipment's coming also mm-hmm. so we,
0: i'm told we, that the teslas you can open the door and sit down and it knows you're in there and it'll it will start the engine
3: well that's the funny thing about and cars today the engine doesn't start they're electric when you step on your gas pedal it goes so most of the cars the newer cars probably one you bought has a push button start on it right right. You push that button and it's ready to go it's the same as a Tesla it recognizes the fob that's in there
2: and they sound like golf carts naturally (laughs) they had to add noise to it to make (laughs) this is a true story there were uh, people getting into car accidents at intersections because they didn't know their cars were running and so they
1: had to add noise to the vehicles well, there's a
0: lot there's a
1: lot to learn
0: uh, both mechanically and electrically uh, for students who are coming oh. out of high school now. Absolutely.
3: They want to be mechanics. Absolutely. It's just not, you know, the, the shade tree mechanic and getting dirty anymore. Can't do it. It's, can't do it. It's,
2: right, yeah. right. Well, it's, it's such a great opportunity for um, <clears throat> for kids that are coming out of high school because yeah. a lot of them don't want to go a, to a four-year school, a lot of them don't want to go own and get masters and things like that right now right. when they get out of high school, and it's just a great opportunity for good training.
3: Right, and we have so many partners. Yeah. You can come out of school debt free with a job yep. and you have a career. As a, you know, you're on your way in life. You, right. Yeah. You
2: know, That's great,
0: Dave. Thank you very much.
3: Well, thank you for having, for
0: me. joining us. Not an interesting conversation, Dean Dave Favor with there us from Lake Technical <laughs> Community College on the weekend. Gardener. we're at the Auto Show this morning. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. And uh, you know, the first thing we get here and we we start looking at uh, the gardens out right. here on the Salisbury <laughs> right. Street side, right and uh, we, we discover a ground cover, and we're not sure what it is, but we dis- we find out because of Lane. We had to send a picture to
2: Lane well, at, at Campbell Road. Carlton would say it's the first time I've never really smelled a plant or anything because with my nose, I usually, the first thing I do is smell something to see if it smells good or what it smells like. Yeah, but it's beautiful. It, it looks... It's uh, gorgeous. It looks like an abelia because right. that's what it was identified by, by my phone. Right. But it's a ground cover and it's golden golden? oregano yeah and it's and and just rub your hand across it and you'll know that it's oregano
0: so it's it's sun loving obviously out here (laughs) and it's you know there's a lot of concrete around
2: too but it looks very happy it's beautiful it is absolutely so and i will be recommending oh i'll be recommending that for ground covers for sure yeah um we have someone else here do we have time now uh or do we need to do yeah, something we'll,
0: we, yeah we'll uh we'll take a break and and be back but uh yeah. <laughs> I talk a little gardening too um uh, yeah.
2: what else uh there's there's, there's allium uh, some... uh out here uh, the new one it's probably dianthus too there's dianthus there's crocus that are coming up now which is a little unusual but they're really beautiful um, crocus yes did you
1: notice that rufus absolutely fall blooming yep. crocus
2: yep and then there's some uh gazanias which love the like beachy weather and these are in these are like rock gardens and they are ornamental grass there right and then there's some um uh i cannot remember what the name of that is but it'll come to me in a minute the, uh, over there next to the rock. Right. So, yeah, there's beautiful grasses, and there's a uh, um, rubecchia over there. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so there's lots of really nice uh, plants out here. Well, the first
0: thing I noticed was... Was a uh, golden oregano? Oh yeah,
2: yeah. It's kind of like Lismachia shows up. Yeah, sort of reminds uh, me of creeping jenny. Yeah, creeping jenny, Lismachia. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what that's kind of what that looks like. What you call all- creeping jenny? Lismachia. It's amazing though, <laughs> Phil,
0: that you picked it up, uh, and in the the root system is way on back there, it about just, a it, foot. Just, it doesn't back. cling. No, like uh, other ground cover. Right, do. it's not
2: rooting into the ground so much.
0: We're going to take a break. Be back uh, with more. We're at the North Carolina mm-hmm. Auto. Uh, Expo, the International Auto Expo. Lots of beautiful cars inside. And uh, I, you know, I'm really surprised they don't have some outside. Maybe they'll br- maybe they'll bring them out.
2: Yeah, maybe so. Maybe we can get Jeremy over here to bring one of his new Chevrolets out here. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. We'll, uh, we'll talk to yeah. Jeremy coming up from Universal Chevrolet. Coming All up right. on the WPTF weekend. Gardner, it's 821. More coming up.
3: For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener,
0: and since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard, a WPTF
3: tradition since
0: 1945. WPTF at the North Carolina International Auto Expo, we're in the convention center in downtown wall we're on the Salisbury Street side, we'll come by and say hello, ask a gardening question if you'd like, 919-860-9783. Uh, we're gonna to get to Jerry and Hillsborough coming up we've got uh, Jeremy peaton with us who's a service director at Universal Chevrolet in Wendell uh, a uh, I don't, is is Universal Chevrolet uh, 80 years old or I mean this is a really 80, old dealership I think
5: right at 89 yeah 1932. yeah
0: and uh, please give our best Paul white
5: and uh, he's uh, listening who's a uh, family started uh, of course uh,
0: that that wonderful dealership uh, it's a great community and a growing community lots of people want Chevrolets a lot of people want uh their cars serviced service isn't is important you don't have to have your car serviced as much as you used to though it, no you don't i can remember uh when you had to have your uh, engine overhauled at 30,000 miles <laughs>
5: Those days are gone. Yeah,
0: way gone. Yeah, they last forever now, but you got to take care of them. Yes, you do. Lots of
2: people like the universal family feel, too. It's like the small town uh, go-to place, and the people there have been working there for a long time. The lady in the office, you know, every time we go there to get a car the lady in the office is always the same and so that's great it means a lot feel, uh, feel it means a, a, customer, a lot to me obviously you should mm-hmm. do a
0: commercial for it.
2: <clears throat> no, it just does mean a lot to me
0: uh, Jeremy you're you're a popular guy because everybody <laughs> wants a service manager no matter what no matter how
5: small the problem Right. Yes, sir. Um, try to take care of all situations in a timely manner. Uh, with these d- vehicles nowadays, they're over very complicated, so some yes. problems do take a while to find, but we do what we can to find them and resolve them.
0: I know that there are shortages of things, uh, chips, different, different parts of cars, so maybe it's taking a little longer now?
5: It is. A lot of parts are the availability is limited so it is taking longer to repair some unfortunately yeah
0: so it's but it's a pretty easy process at universal to get your car service
5: it is yes we try to make it as smooth as possible
0: and you have a lot of mechanics a lot of great mechanics probably some that have been with you for a long time
5: yes we do always looking for more you know if anybody out there is looking for a job Come see me. Yeah. It
0: sounds like they're really turning them out at at, uh, Wake Tech. Mm -hmm. Phil, do you want
2: to add something? I was going to ask. I've have got about 30 seconds. Okay, I noticed that there's a lot of the car lots, as well as yours, don't have as many new cars sitting on them right now. That's a problem, too, right? It
5: Um, is very big problem because if you don't have vehicles to sell, you know, it's it's hard to make customers happy.
2: That's right. So. It's kind of like the housing industry. You better have one that you've got your own before you trade your get ready to trade yours in, right? That is correct. <laughs> Jeremy, yeah. thanks. Yes, thank Very you guys much. for having Jeremy me.
0: Jeremy Peden, service director at Universal Chevrolet in Wendell. More of the weekend gardener coming up here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike Ann and Rufus. We're back on WPTF 919-860-9783, 919-860 uh, WPTF 919-860 uh, 919-860-9783 is what I was what I was saying. I'm sitting here looking at, at my phone. Uh, did we have Jeremy in Hillsboro? On? We didn't talk to him on the air. Yet. We didn't talk to yeah. We didn't talk to him. Uh, is Jeremy with us? I guess not. All right, let's uh, let's talk a little a uh, little more gardening with uh, Phil Campbell and Rufus. Oh, yesterday when I was walking, I smelled fragrant osmanthus for the first time in a while. So that's that's uh, the sign that that uh, fall is upon us. To me, yeah. I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, I noticed the little blooms on on my osmanthus hedge, which people don't believe that it's almost thirty-five feet tall. Yeah,
0: so, it's, it's a good. I mean, it's, it's not going to grow
1: like like uh,
0: you know some other faster-growing shrubs,
2: but uh, you know, it's it's they're so reliable. It is, and it'll fill in. Yeah, like. My, and it will make a hedge. It just I think doesn't. It has pretty foliage, too. Oh, it's gorgeous. You know, the one behind the cabin when we had it up on, when we had our place on Trine Road, it was probably 10 feet tall yeah. then, and it hadn't been there that long. So Yeah,
0: there, there are yeah. two or three in my neighborhood of, of hedges. I yeah. mean, they, when I say hedges, they're not formal, but they are
1: barriers, uh, right. blinds, as we, <laughs> we call, them, call them down in Nash County. Yeah, I want to say a word about begonias. Phil just by, came by and picked me up today. I, I didn't want to ride the mic because he sort of has erratic driving habits. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Uh-oh. We just Wait a minute. Went out. We just went out. <laughs> I just went out.
1: Uh, just and, and we uh, we're looking at the begonias, which have just thrived since late spring and went through all the, 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 the weather drought very well. Uh, a mixture of that and impatience, just last and last and last and I'm not one that when immediate season comes to change unless there's the, the thing that I've got in the ground has bloomed to its fullest so I, I recommend highly begonias and impatience for The weather we have here because they've just turned out beautifully i don't want to talk about that i want to know why you didn't want to ride with me for two blocks (laughs) well i I knew that phil lived right down the road (laughs) and she knew how to get in the gate and uh when she called last night she says i will pick you up and so that was that uh, okay. Well, you do what she says. I <laughs> yeah. just offered. I didn't order you into the vehicle. I
2: did not. You ordered him into the vehicle, didn't you? No. <laughs> I
1: want to no. see what that what that smell was. She kept talking about in her truck. In her truck.
2: Oh, it's because well, it's
1: oregano.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like the oregano out
1: here. Oh yes. Another good plant that's is a fall bloomer is the Mexican sunflower. Oh yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. And, and you just drop. The the seeds will come up if they hit within two or three inches of the ground. So there's no problem <laughs> about growing Mexican sunflowers.
2: Yeah. And your sun patients. Did you talk about those? Absolutely. Those are gorgeous. They're, they're just the best. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, and your coleus. Oh, the coleus. So these, these were solid. The lime coleus. Chart- chartreuse lime. It's kind of like the oregano. They, they've grown about two feet it just tall. It shows up, yeah. And they make such a good background for the coleus and the impatiens. So there are lots of good things you can put out there, but those are all reliables in the Edmiston Garden.
4: Help.
0: Well, it's good to have reliable things in the garden. And uh, some things are, are blooming. Uh, I, I think impatiens, begonias you were talking about, don't pull them up yet. No, definitely don't plant, not.
2: Don't plant any pansies even if you no. don't find them. No, absolutely. You don't have any yet. Absolutely not. I mean, the first couple of weeks in October are when you need to put pansies in. We'll have a few for all those people that are just, uh, you know, just can't wait. It's kind of like Christmas. You got to open your packages before Christmas but gets you know here. We're going
0: to have some ninety degree temperatures
1: next that's week. That's exactly so right. Pansies are not going to like that. You're Not right. going to plant any, are you, Rufus? No, because I'm not. I don't want to water them every other day. That's
2: yeah. well, and if you do, you're going to kill them. So, yeah. you know, that's why we're called the nursery. We take care of the babies, and then when it gets time to to share them with people, we p- pull them out and sit them on the tables. Pansy,
0: uh, a pansy is. Definitely a plant that doesn't like too much water. That's
2: right, right. It'll just it'll root right, uh, just rot right off at the stem, at the at the ground level if you put too much water in it. Okay. Yep.
0: Well, uh, there there are a lot of other things that we could be planting. Uh, you have mums.
2: We that do. That looks like fall. We do have mums, and uh, one of the customers yesterday is like, I don't want to get them now because they're not showing any color, or they're not showing enough color. But what I tried to encourage people is if you get them now, then you can enjoy watching them bloom out and, and enjoy the whole uh, bloom time. And so it's um, it's just nice to put something really nice, dark and green, and then watch it bloom out into a color that you can enjoy. And they, they do add color. You don't have to buy a lot of them. Just buy a few and spot them around. And um, that's what Rufus, Rufus is going to do that in his yard and yep. just... Uh, spot a few around, so oh my a goodness! That, named Phil Campbell, that looks really beautiful. You're have over there. Them in
0: containers, or are you gonna plant them? I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do both. Yeah, yeah. They really they really do look good either way, but most people kind of lose interest in them after a while.
2: But you, you can sh- you you shouldn't can do that if you want to. You can just go ahead and plant them in the ground, and then next year when they come up, about the we always go around the Fourth of July. Uh, something you can remember, go ahead and cut those mums back to the height that you want them, and then when the nights start to get cooler, they'll start to bloom out. Especially if you're tight as a tick uh, with your money. Save them. Well, yeah. Save them. Don't buy them every yeah. year. Hey, a guy came by yesterday. He's... he's. <laughs> it's a long story about how I met he and his wife, or I met his wife and then met him. He does a lot of welding for Cary High School, but he came by with some of those... Um, cut out pumpkins out of the um um oh yeah not like the they're at, they look like the uh gas uh, canisters that but i think they're actually the freon canisters or something like that and he had cut some pumpkin faces out on those yeah, and, get the freon out of there yeah yeah well, <laughs> well if it was gas you better get the gas out too before you get that torch on there we were talking about that last yeah. night boom yeah. and so um he brought those by yesterday and it and they're really kind of cool looking. But he was saying, you know, instead of having to buy a pumpkin every year and have it rot, you just paint that new every year, whatever color you want to paint it. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of neat. One of them looks like it has a mask on, which people may or may not want to see another mask. But it yeah. was kind of neat looking. And, you know, next year you can paint it solid orange and hopefully all the stuff will be gone away. And we can, you know, just have it. And then he had one that was camouflaged which a lot of kids like so wow. um it was it was kind of neat just to recycle those and um that and, sounds
0: like a project that carlton could get into
2: no don't start that <laughs> lordy <laughs> a he's going project to, for carlton yeah he and frank are going the, on the way up to the church now i think to get a drain pipe fixed, so that should be fun for them a drain pipe. Yeah. That's exactly what I'd want yeah. to be doing on a Saturday morning, oh, is fixing well.
1: a drain pipe, wouldn't you, Rufus? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I want to know is there anything Carlton can't do?
2: I don't sit still. I, yeah. yeah, he and I neither one can sit still, right? Unless we're in a car, yeah. and then we—that's when we do some of our talking. Unless you're or, headed, to you a don't want little little.
1: too much movement. <laughs> no, no. Unless you're headed to little
2: Switzerland. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we can we can sit up there and talk. That's a nice place to be. Yeah, I don't know what the temperatures are out, out oh, there this morning. We I'll were, bet it's beautiful up there we're right in now. In the
0: mid fifties, and so they—I'm yep. you know, sure they got down in the forties.
2: Well, I saw where Roxborough was supposed to get down to about forty-seven this morning. You know, that's because they're over three hundred feet taller than Durham, higher than Durham. Yep, they're on a plateau up there. Yep.
0: So uh, yeah, when you go to you going up, you going up in the hills when you go to Roxborough. That's right nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three we're at the North Carolina International Auto Expo thanks to uh, our friend uh, Dave, new friend Dave Faber who's uh, dean out there for a lot of uh, the auto mechanic programs and uh, I guess for all of them at, at Wake Tech and Jeremy Peden from Universal Chevrolet in Wendell 89 years old uh what a company uh, uh jeremy's you know, not 89 is he it's jeremy <laughs> jeremy's pushing it but he's not quite there yet uh no he's I think he said he was 41 but or almost 41 paul white uh couldn't join us this morning but i understand he's listening paul good morning to you we miss yeah. you Yeah, we do and um uh, to all the folks uh who are listening from wendell this morning and uh Universal Chevrolet. Lots of Chevrolets, lots of other vehicles represented at the uh, North Carolina International Auto Expo. And uh, we'll be talking with other folks this morning about it. And we'll uh, hopefully get a chance at the end of the show to go in there and see some of those cars. 919-860-9783. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 846. We'll be back.
3: listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and
0: Rufus. The uh, WPTF Weekend Gardener. We're at the Raleigh Convention Center. We're on Salisbury Street sitting out. What a beautiful morning. The North Carolina International Auto Expo is here uh, for the next couple of days. And uh, it's normally out at the state fairgrounds in February, but because of COVID, things had to be moved around, and they were glad to, to be out here today. We're glad to be out here today, and uh, let's see if we can get up with Jer- uh, Jerry now in Hillsboro. Jerry, uh see if we can hear you this morning. Good morning to you. Hello. Yeah, hey, Jerry, how you
4: doing? Yeah. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, <laughs> sorry.
0: Sorry it took you so long to get on. Uh, you know it, it happens. How can we help you?
4: Well, ever. Well, first of all, I'm, just, I'm a long. Let me just say, I'm a long time listener of the show. Yep. And a long time listener for WPTF, going back to when Johnny Hood was was there.
0: Well, that uh, Johnny was the morning man. Uh, when I came to work at WPTF, and, and one of my yeah, great I, friends, uh, yeah, Johnny remember, passed away well, yeah. uh, in 2015, and uh, I, I miss him. He, uh, he, of course, he was living in Florida, but we still saw him every once in a while.
4: Yeah, I, I'm 60, 61. I, I got up getting ready for, for, for school, listening to Johnny Hood and yeah. in the mornings, early that morning. That voice of his. And also, let me just say, I, I've, actually, I have two questions <clears throat> about Zayas and then we killed, but I just want to ask Attorney General Edmondson a question right quick. I'm a, I'm a history buff. When Is this were, a legal
0: issue? <laughs> Hello? Is this a legal issue, Jerry?
4: Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. When, he was, when, when you were Chief Deputy Counselor to Watergate, did you actually issue the first subpoena for the or a uh, sitting president? Was that? Did that
0: happen? Uh, Rufus, for some reason we can't. You, there's the mic on? Maybe his a little
1: loose or something. Oh, All right, can you hear me, Jay? Yeah, we got you now. Yeah, yeah. All right. It will be on June the seventeenth in two th- 2020. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. It will be fifty years since I served a subpoena on Richard Nixon for the Watergate tapes. In fact, Jerry, you're correct. It was the first time in history that a committee of the Congress had ever served a subpoena on a president. How did that work? Who who actually signed the subpoena? Senator, Sam, Senator Sam Irvin signed the subpoena and Howard Baker. And when I took it down to the White House, it was, uh, I'll never forget it. It was the hottest day you can think of in in Humid Washington D.C. had a police escort down there, and waiting at the executive office building right beside the White House was a, a man named Professor Allen Charles Allen Wright, and uh, another deputy counsel of President Nixon who who received the subpoena. And I happened to say, Jerry, at that time, I said the president wouldn't be around here. Anymore. Where would he? <laughs> And they said, no, you just missed him.
4: <laughs> and they accepted well, the
1: subpoena. And there must have been probably 100 reporters outside the White House that day. And so it, uh, it was, was a little – it was a big day for me, but I didn't think of it as being that big until about a month later and Time magazine came out and said that Edmiston was a footnote in history. Well, and and well, they put it in a footnote. <laughs>
0: well, your your photo was was on the on the cover of every – Newspaper front page of every newspaper around the world that right. the next day, yeah, and that uh, that subpoena is in your office, right?
1: Yeah, I have the the original subpoena is at Chapel Hill at the Southern Collection, along with Senator Irvin's papers, and I have a second copy of it in my office that Mike has seen many times and yeah. Phil's seen, and I'm real proud of that. Uh, it it was a little it was a little tiny bit of history, and as you get older, you think back. How, how unimportant it seemed at that time, but uh, it, I, I'm very proud of it.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, Jerry, we're uh, we got a couple of minutes before news.
4: What L- questions let me do you let have? me ask my question. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I have two questions. Okay, I'm, I'm having I've got a, an Azalea bush that doesn't bloom. Is there anything I can do right now to have you to trimmed it to help it to bloom in, in the spring?
0: Yeah, one thing you don't want to do is to trim it right after it blooms. Of course, you haven't—you've never had any blooms.
4: Well, here's a, I can't—I can't. Re, I can't I, maybe a, years ago, maybe one or two, but not a whole lot. But I think maybe something I did that I shouldn't have about two weeks ago. Well, it, it was initially it was about four feet high, kind of big, and I kind of trimmed it back a couple of yeah. weeks ago.
0: What you what you should avoid is is trimming because uh, it's already it had already formed its blooms and so you trim spring flowering plants like the azalea right after they bloom uh, up until about June and that will avoid having any problems like that. If you if you cut them drastically, it's going to take a while. You probably want to won't get any blooms for a while because it's putting all of that energy into to bringing the the plant back so it'll have leaves to soak up the sun but uh so you won't have blooms from that so those are
1: two things there, two problems that you might have well jerry i've got a couple that 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 don't bloom that way and i think it's my soil and so i i uh dug them up one time and, and did some good uh fertilizer by spoma and they bloom the next time yeah that's real low nitrogen you don't want to put a lot of nitrogen
0: that's another thing is they they don't like a lot of nitrogen jerry <clears throat> hold on we'll uh, talk more about this right after the news okay. we're at the convention Bye. center in downtown raleigh with the auto expo more coming up